You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. What's up, legends? It is yours truly, the original JG, a.k.a. Jameson Gavin, and this is the Legend Vest Podcast. So I'm going to do another episode. We've been having just phenomenal, phenomenal feedback on the case studies that I've been doing for businesses, and I really enjoy doing these. I, I've done so many uh, when I talk with Courtney and some of my other business partners, and we we'll just talk about businesses. But uh, today we're going to talk about Toys R Us and why they failed. So um, as you may know, if you're if you're a millennial, Toys R Us was like the most amazing thing. It was like Willy Wonka came to life. It was the most magical place that you could just go to on your street corner, you know, besides like Disney World or like Universal Studios or something like that. But it was just like it was just so amazing to just be able to go there. It was like Christmas in July, you know, Christmas in March. Like it was just the most amazing experience as a kid to walk into Toys R Us. And I think all millennials can relate that the feeling that we had when we entered the store and we just saw all the toys neatly on the shelves and the action figures and everything just looked just, I mean, just so neat and phenomenal and the employees were happy and everything was just great. It was like it was magic, just literally magic fairy dust falling out of the vents. I mean, it was amazing. And I want to talk about why they failed, you know, so when we look at why businesses fail, there's typically one main reason and then two or three like underlying things that are kind of, you know, that that just trickle off from that that main thing. The main reason I believe Toys R Us failed is because of the user experience. You know, when you have a business, we talked about in a previous episode with Borders about, you know, you need to control the customer. And if you're not controlling your customer, and like, like I said, not in a derogatory way, but controlling them, you know, in a way where you are giving them the best experience, if you're not focused on that, you're going to lose the customer. Every moment that they are inside of your store, they think about your brand, that thought needs to be happiness. That thought needs to be of, of bringing value, a solution being you know, uh, present when they are there for you, for your product, for your service. And if you're not, if you're not giving them that feeling, you're doing something drastically wrong and you will lose your customer with Toys R Us in the early days, there was a, a feeling of magic. There was a feeling of, this is so awesome. There was a feeling even from the parents. I think this is a, a very clean, awesome, you know, just magical place and I want to bring my child here to to give them something, to give them that feeling of awesomeness. I think it's the same reason why people go to Disney World, right? I mean, sure, they have rides, but I mean, most of all, it's freaking hot, especially here in Florida. It's hot at Disney World. Nobody wants to just sweat all day, but we go because we feel good. We feel magical while we're there. They give us a great feeling. And in Toys R Us, they did that. But at somewhere along the way, I'm going to say probably like around like the night, like late 90s, 2000s, you know, early 2000s, they began to change that. And I think that change happens with and, and Courtney loves like she she's she's like 110 percent on this. 
is a lot of times change, the, the worst parts and the good parts of change happen with leadership. And so when we look at Toys R Us brand and what they've done and what they be, you know, what they they moved and so many things happened. So Toys R Us, when they first started, they were not a toy company. They were selling uh, like baby furniture, kids furniture. And then they moved into more of the toy brand and Toys R Us and they changed their name and they got into Babies R Us and Kids R Us and things like that. And I don't think that there's a problem, me personally, in having different businesses that are able to grow themselves into certain brands however i do believe that those businesses need to be profitable and that they do need to be able to stand alone in their own rights i think if they lean too much on another business they begin to suck out of that business and a lot of people think that well i can have one person manage multiple different entities of the business in my mind i believe that each business needs to be able to stand alone can they help each other out yes but do they need to pull from each other's resources? No, I think that one business needs to be able to stand by itself in case the other business can't support it in a, in a particular market crash or when something happens that is not favorable to that business. It needs to be able to separate itself completely, survive on its own, thrive and help out the parent company. So with that being said, when we look at Toys R Us, right? The so they went public. They did an IPO, okay, uh, initial public offering, and so they went public. Then they be, uh, they were acquired, and they went private. And so when I, when you look at a business that typically wants that that goes that is private at first, goes public, and then goes back private, that's typically because someone sees an opportunity to capitalize, or they see an opportunity to control. They want that controlling interest. They want their hands on control now that can be a really good thing or that can be a really bad thing in Toys R Us case it seems like it was a really bad thing their IPO when they did their IPO was to gain capital phenomenal you want that capital to grow your brand when they uh, went private it was more done to increase their sales and more than likely to line the pockets of those the, the two owners who came together to do this deal and they then wanted to do another IPO in the future. So I think how you do anything is how you do everything. Okay. And vice versa. How you do everything is how you do anything. I think that they were doing it for the wrong reasons. I think their goal in this with Toys R Us was to make a crazy payday to get to cash out, cut the check and, and walk and laugh to the bank. Right. I don't think that they did this for the right reason. And therefore, the leadership was not the right leadership to grow Toys R Us to what we needed it to be. Now, when we look further into that, what ends up happening, right? They go private. Toys R Us goes private. They acquire tons of debt, tons and tons of debt. Now, I mentor a few people. And um, I think there's, there's two people right now that I mentor. They didn't. They didn't become my mentees um, until after they had already had their business for a couple of years. And one of the first things that I told them both, because they've asked for, you know, investment advice and how they should go and get more investment. And so one of the things that I've noticed about certain people is they believe that they have to take on debt, that they have to take on investments in order to grow their business. Debt in business is typically not a good thing. Yes, you have companies like Amazon who carry lots of debt and have not historically been profitable over an entire fiscal year. However, 
their model is, is definitely the exception and not the norm. When you're building your business, I think you need to keep debt very minimal, if any. I prefer to have businesses that that carry no debt or the debt that they do carry is on an asset. So let's say real estate. Let's say the location. We own our physical location of our office or of our warehouse. That's a different type of a debt that for me, I can justify. Toys R Us's debt was not from that particular case. They needed to pay back their ownership. They needed to, basically that debt was collateralized for the assets that they had, for literally their product. And when you're looking at a business in a whole, if you have that amount, that much debt, you have to pay off heavy sums of that debt. And when you're looking to grow a business, the profits from your business need to go back to be reinvested in the business, not for debt. That's really the main reason why I don't like businesses to have debt because the profit needs to go back into the business. When you're growing that business and you have a goal, cash grows other things. If you're focused on paying your pockets or you're focused on paying off other people's pockets, which is the debt, right? Because somebody had to you know, give you that debt to loan you that money. You're not focused on paying back the business. You want your business to grow and be healthy, to be strong, meaning you have to feed your business. So the money is going to feed somebody. It's either going to feed you, it's going to feed your debtors, right? Or it's going to feed your business. Many people will say, well, I'll split it up three ways. And I say, you split it up three ways and then you only got a third of what could be a whole. If you put it all in one, now we're not, not, now we're cooking with grease. So in Toys R Us's case, too much debt was such a bad thing. And they were focused on getting this company increasing its sales, right? And then doing another IPO. The leadership changed like four or five times in like six years. I mean, just phenomenal. It changed a lot, so many times in such a short amount of time. It starts with leadership. So in your business, if you're listening to this, no matter how big you are, no matter how small you are, focus on not having too much debt. Focus on your sales and your profitability. Focus on staying lean. I understand you want to be on Shark Tank. I understand you want investors. I understand you want this and you want that. But you must understand that it's up to you to feed that business. Nobody else. If you're the leader, it's up to you. And you not feeding the business and you feeding, you know, Wells Fargo or you feeding, you know, some capital company or you feeding even me as an investor, you know, taking on venture capital, you're not feeding the business. The business is first. The business is first. Let me me say that one more time. I understand you need to pay yourself first, but the business got to eat. If the business doesn't eat, then don't nobody else eat. So you got to understand that. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hope you understand that debt is the reason why Toys R Us has failed and is failing. And you got to, got to, got to focus on that customer first. Have a great day and thank you for listening.